1: And welcome to it at uh, five minutes after one o'clock here on your Sunday afternoon. We welcome you to the show, and I uh, want to continue our chat from uh, from recent shows. Lee, or you want to reach out anytime. By the way, the phone number and phone lines are open 416-870-6400. You can reach us through email as well. That is simply help at employment We'll give you the contact information throughout the show to reach out beyond this hour of uh, the radio program. But uh, as far as the week that was in the general theme of this show, no surprise, Lee. Or we're gonna to keep going what's been uh, what's been so popular and uh you know the audience has been craving uh, here and in ottawa and bc wherever else we do this show and that is this uh this whole relationship between uh, your workplace you as an employee an employer or uh 19 the coronavirus this is a massive it is a hot topic and that's where we're going to keep it up uh for this hour again if you have questions about this when it comes to your workplace i'm sure you do bring them on here to answer them 416-870-6400 so uh, right off the top kind of a uh Kind of, a, I guess, a different kind of week that was, but uh, what's on your mind, pal?
2: Well, what's on my mind, of course, it's what is an all on our, of our minds right now, which is mm-hmm. the, the impact of the virus on the workplace, on our job, on our ability to support our family, uh, to pay our bills, etc. And, and, you know, you're going to have, you always have questions about your workplace rights, but... God knows now you have that more than ever. So if your job has been impacted, and, and most people listening to us right now, their job has been or will be impacted yeah. by what's going on. So if, if your job has been uh, uh, gone, it is gone, if you've been laid off temporarily, if your hours have been cut, uh, if you're not comfortable coming into work, if you want to know what you're owed, what, what the government has to pay you, any of those issues bring them on right now. We're here to answer questions, hopefully make you feel better. You know, I'll start off by saying that laws, employment laws have not been suspended because right. of this emergency, because of this pandemic. Employment laws still apply. So believe it or not, even in these difficult times, you still have rights. And even though your employer may be struggling, it does not give them permission to just do whatever they want in this situation. So. I know, I've been round the clock. I've had barely any time to eat or sleep. I've been answering questions uh, almost 24-7 from people. So oh. take advantage of us being right here on the show. Call us with your questions, uh, your, your friends' questions, your parents' questions about workplace rights as it's impacted by COVID-19. But I always start off with some situations Rather than tell you about a couple of specific cases, let me tell you about a couple of specific situations that I've I've been addressing. Sure. The first one had to do with temporary layoffs, and we've heard this. You can't open uh, the you know turn on the TV or turn on the radio or open a paper mm-hmm. without reading about layoffs, temporary layoffs. So I've had dozens, if not hundreds, of people already contact me, asking what does that mean? Can they lay me off temporarily? So let's talk a bit about that. And regular listeners to our show know that a temporary layoff is something that gives the employee the right to treat the situation as a termination. Well, right. the same thing applies now. If you've been laid off temporarily, even if it's a legitimate in that the business is struggling, they had to cut costs, now you still have that option. You can treat this temporary layoff as a termination and pursue your severance now. So you don't have to accept it, sit at home and wait and hope that they'll call you back and see what happens. Now, some of you, I know we'll say it because I've already had people say that. Well, mm-hmm. I'd rather go back to work and just wait it out. And that's fine. Right. And that's your right. But here's something to keep in mind. And this is not going to, to sound good. It's going to sound a bit about a bit mean. But it's the reality that a lot of businesses are not going to be able to bring you back. And they're not going to be around long enough to pay you severance down the road if needed. Right. So if you're owed severance, your best chance, I think, of getting it is right now because now companies still are in business. As as an employee, if you wait too long, you're taking a huge risk that by the time you find out that the company's not bringing you back, there's no ability to pay you, and then you really are in big trouble. So keep that in mind. If you're let go, temporarily or otherwise, you may be able to get your severance right now john which could be quite substantial that's a
1: that's a point that hasn't been made yet and i think that's worth making that yeah in the uh, you know in another weeks and, and if not months and not years to come a lot of these small businesses, i mean the apples will be okay you know the amazons will be okay generally but i mean these little businesses a lot of them unfortunately are going to vaporize they're not they're not going to get through this financially so yeah you don't want to get into a situation where they're bankrupt and you're not a creditor and you are not getting nothing when you said you should have pulled the trigger a lot sooner to get what you can right
2: that's exactly what we're talking about. So you have to oh. make that decision. You know, If you're working for the I don't know, Royal Bank of Canada, that may not be an issue. But if you're working for a small company, a manufacturing facility, what have you, you may mm-hmm. be able to pursue your severance now and you have that security that at least you got paid, at least you have some money to help you support your family.
1: It is a one ten. We're going to take a short break here. Uh, Tom, I see you out in Cambridge, and your phone calls as well. Want to get to them again? This uh, this edition of the Employment Law Show. We're answering all your questions about generally employment law, but if you have really, really stressing concerns about COVID nineteen, the coronavirus, bring it on. That's why we're here to answer them. Right back to your calls as we continue with the Employment Law Show right here, Global News Radio.
0: You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: You sure are, and you have concerns about uh, coronavirus, COVID 19, and your workplace as it affects you. And maybe as an employer or as an employee, maybe you're out of work already, you've been laid off. It is uh, scary times indeed uh, here at 114. You want to call us for the remainder of the hour, 416 870 6400, 1 225 Talk. That is toll free. We'll get to to tom right away hey tom thanks for uh, hanging in good afternoon how are you Good
3: afternoon
4: guys uh a couple questions and yep. to, one's pertaining to employment and one's uh, something else but uh i
5: recently left
4: a former employer to go work for somebody else and i was unceremoniously let go friday afternoon by a phone call saying that it wasn't working out and that was it
2: how long did you work there for
4: i just started with I, and i just started with the company
2: so what the key here is the terms of your employment agreement, uh, Tom, in that if your employment agreement contains a probationary term that specifically allows them, let's say, to let you go without any compensation in the first three months, then the reality right. is they can do that and they won't owe you anything. If it doesn't say that, and again, I haven't seen it, I have to see it, if it doesn't say yeah. that, you may be owed significant compensation, potentially, they may even have to recognize the service you had with the previous company. And even okay. though you only worked there you know, maybe a few days, whatever it is, you, you, yeah. you may be owed significant compensation. So the key here is the employment agreement. If you have a copy, why don't you send that over to me, let me take a look, and I can tell you exactly what you're owed.
5: All right, great, appreciate it. Second
4: of all is that how long do you have to uh, file for unlawful dismissal? I have a friend who was let go, similar situation. I worked for the company for three years and then was let go after returning to work, coming off a of disability. Unfortunately, due to, because they live in Cambridge, there are no uh, legal firms that are willing to take this per bono, per se. Uh, is there any recourse for them?
2: Well, how long ago did this happen?
4: Last January, if I believe, not mistaken
2: then they're fine. There's a two-year limitation period, so it's two years. It's, it, it can't be even two years in the day. It's two years exactly. Therefore, if it happened last January, then uh, you know a year ago, whatever it is, then they're absolutely fine. They should call me right away. I wouldn't sit on this until January of next year. They should call me now, and I'd be more than happy to help them.
4: Yeah, um, if they've contacted you and said they basically said someone said they couldn't do it, um, and that's what I'm calling because I'm pretty sure you'd be able to help them. So I will ask them to call you again, perfect. And because they were told they were because uh, they were told they were in Cambridge, and there was nothing you guys could do.
2: For oh no, th- we would never say that. We act for uh, employees all over the province and beyond the province. So, so if if location, physical geographical location, is never going to be an issue.
1: Tom, appreciate the call. Yeah, reaching out really simple. Write this number down again. This is to uh, reach Lior and the team. It's 1-855-821-5900. 1-855-821-5900. You can go to help at employmentlawyer.ca for email address as well. But for the remainder of this show, call in. You have questions if you're stressed and it's uh, you don't know where to go with this whole COVID-19, coronavirus thing as it pertains to your employment. 416-870-6400. You have the option of trip 888-225-TALK. That is uh, that is toll-free. Next in line, Steve, thanks for hanging on. Good afternoon. How are you?
5: Hey, good afternoon, Laura, Thanks for taking my call. You bet. So my daughter's uh, uh, working as seniors' residence, so one that has, like, full service, uh, if you're familiar with them. And yes. um, they're, they're just new in Oakville, so they haven't quite got the doors full, and they're very concerned about their client experience, mm-hmm. and they don't want to create panics, which has left a number of, uh, you know, what I'd consider uh, health gaps. But my wife, or sorry, my daughter has uh, had some cough and, you know, she's concerned about it. Uh, my understanding is that she should be in a 14-day uh, self-quarantine and lockdown, and yep. her employer is insisting that she come in for work. And I'm saying, I don't think this makes any sense at all. And she's asked them again, and they, they're they insisting that she comes in Monday morning, and Continues on, even though she's not essential service, she's in the, the recreation area. So, uh, well, what then advice you... should we give her?
2: so so I, I hope that that she listens to this advice because it's it's for her benefit as well as the benefit of everyone there, especially seniors. she should not and must not I would say go to work okay yeah. on Monday or until she does the the required quarantine period of time now here's the thing from a legal standpoint. her employer cannot do anything to her she does need to quarantine and uh the Even generally, they wouldn't be able to do anything to her. But now the province has also implemented new uh, laws and regulations that prevent someone that's on quarantine from being fired. They have job security. It's kind of set in stone that they cannot touch her. So she needs to be off work. She needs to quarantine to protect everyone there. You know, it's very irresponsible what that employer is doing. Uh, You know, I I, I mean, they may should, should potentially be reported to the health authorities because they're putting people at risk there. But as far as your daughter is concerned, yeah, she should quarantine. They cannot do anything to her. If they even try to do anything to her, have her call me right away. I'll deal with it. Yep. Legally, uh, Legally, uh, Steve, they cannot do anything to her at all.
5: That's phenomenal. Thanks so much, Lou. I
1: appreciate your time. Thanks, Steve. I uh, appreciate that. Make sure she is in that 14-day quarantine, too. That's it. absolutely no question about that for sure. We'll, uh, we'll take a short break here. Kevin, hang on. I see you there, pal. We will get to you and, Lynn, your call as well. For everyone else, bring it on. would love to talk to you. Clear some air. Get some satisfaction. Take the stress off, man. Make that phone call. 416-870-6400 or 1-888-225-TALK. That is toll-free. It's the Employment Law Show on a Sunday afternoon right here, Global News Radio.
0: You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, The guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: Reaching out anytime, by the way, is simple, not just during the show, 1-855-821-5900. You can go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, a wonderful website with all kinds of information up there as well. An email address is help at employmentlawyer.ca. But for the remainder of this hour, as you know, 416 870 6400 225 talk that is toll free we'll get to get right on to kevin thanks for hanging on through the break kevin once again how are you pal
6: i'm pretty good how are you
1: doing good sir what's uh what's on your mind
6: great uh i used to work for uber for about six years since 2014 i was working for uber and i did uber black i did uber x i did uber Eats. i delivered food so i was working with them steadily and uh last year late last year uh i got into a an accident i i was doing uber eats on a bike and uh i got run over by a car i broke my hand so i couldn't do it on a bike anymore so uh you know i went through the whole insurance process but then i started to go start to do uber with my car and uh i was doing it through the rush hour period because that's when you get the boosted pricing you get make more money during rush hour downtown during the week and uber accused me of taking too long intentionally they basically accused me of fraud they they said in the letter that i that uh, they detected fraudulent behavior. So I tried to explain this when I went to the office in Scarborough, that this has nothing to do with me trying to make more money by by taking longer. It's just traffic, road closures, rush hour traffic. And then, again, the second time I got a notice from Uber for the same reason, they deactivated my account. And it really happened at a very, very critical time. I needed that money. So, and they accused me of fraud. They deactivated my account and accused me of fraud. Mm -hmm. So I want to know now, because I know that uh, that law firm has a very huge landmark case against Uber. What's my
2: recourse? So that's a great question. So let me me tell you, the reality is this. Your contract with Uber says that if you have any dispute with them, you have to file for an arbitration in the Netherlands. In other words, you're prevented from pursuing your, your, your matter here in Ontario. Now, that issue is before the Supreme Court of Canada. We argued that case back in November, and we're waiting for the Supreme Court of Canada to decide whether or not they're legally allowed to prevent yeah. you from pursuing it in Ontario. Assuming we win, as I believe and hope that we will, then you have recourse. You can take legal action against Uber and and, and pursue damages because of what they've done. But if we somehow lose, your only recourse is to go to the Netherlands, which is not going to happen. So for now, all you can do is wait and hopefully we'll get a decision soon. And as soon as we do, if it's a good decision, you'll be able to pursue it.
1: 416-870-6400. Moving right on here. Lynn, thanks for uh, thanks for standing by. How are you? Good afternoon.
3: Oh, yeah. I, I'm one of those stressed people. Um, yep.
1: Cool. Well, that's why you're here.
3: Yeah, exactly. Um, my uh, employer just uh, temporarily laid us off. Mm-hmm. I'm working, I'm a part-time worker there, um, and it's a franchise. And I was wondering, is that considered a small business or what uh, What uh, does that cover, the law cover for that?
2: Sure. So, Lynn, as I was saying right at the top of the show, If you've been laid off temporarily, and I understand that the business may be struggling because of what's happening, of course. But if you've been laid off temporarily, you now have a choice. Here's the choice. Option number one is you can wait and see if they'll call you back. And if they call you back, you can go back to work and continue working. That's option one. Option two is right now you can treat this temporary layoff as a termination and pursue severance. And they'd have to pay you that severance. That's the second option. Now, in making that decision, you have to keep in mind is that if you would decide to go with option one and wait, if they don't call you back to work or if they go out of business, they won't be able to pay you severance at that point, right? Because there'll be no money. So if there's potentially the ability to pay you now, maybe it makes sense to to pursue this right now. But those are your choices.
3: Okay, I heard you say that, but you were saying small business, and I didn't know if a franchise is
2: considered a small No, what, what, what I said small business is I'm saying, you know, if you're working for Royal Bank, the Royal Bank is yeah. not going to go out of business, so you don't have to right. worry about their ability to pay. But if you're working for a, a, a nothing, you know, a normal business, not a Royal Bank, you know, not the right. IBM, then... That's a concern. Are they going to be able to pay down the the road? And certainly with a franchise, that is a concern. So you have to make that decision. And if you want to pursue your severance right now, as I think you really need to consider, then give me a call, uh, Lynn. Let's talk about that and let me help you do that.
3: Okay. What is exactly severance though? You you don't have to sign a contract specifically How long have you
2: worked there for, Lynn? Uh,
3: Less than a year, just under a year.
2: So you're probably looking at about two months' pay for you. That's what would be at stake, about two months' pay. So, again, if, you, if something you want to pursue, give me a call, and let's talk, and let me help you.
1: Lynn, appreciate the call. Got to move on uh, to reach out to Lior. As you know, we gave it out a couple times. We'll continue to do so, 1-855-821-5900, help at employmentlawyer.ca. We'll get one more in here before we break. Lots of calls, lots of time to answer them. Though. Rachel, thanks for hanging on. Good afternoon. How are you?
7: Hi there, guys. My, um, my husband works for Metrolink, uh, mm-hmm. Go Transit, and three, three weeks ago, he left work and went straight to the ER, couldn't breathe, sweating, all the above. Um, he, uh, he was told, they did a check, uh, chest x-ray, told he had a pneumonia, he was sent home on antibiotics. So he took two weeks off, and they told him that he would be um, using up his, his sick leave for that. And then last Wednesday, again, so just days later, he uh, he called on his way into work and said he's coughing again. They said, stay home. We've already sent a couple of employees home uh, for being sick. Just stay home, get better, but you're going to be using up another week of, of sick pay. So Now, when can they do that? <laughs> can he, should he be using up his sick pay for this during this time? and and two they're saying that he has to return to work Mm -hmm. uh this wednesday again and i mean we're still coughing the my my daughter him and myself i mean we don't have any other symptoms but it's it's still lingering
2: so here's what i say number one the first question yes they're allowed to the extent that he has six days through his employer then yes he he they can make him use that. They could even make him use vacation pay uh, if that's what his employer decides. So that is something their employer is allowed to do. Not much that can be done about that. Now, okay. in terms of coming back to work, obviously, if he's still sick, then he should get a doctor's note saying that he he shouldn't be back at work and they can't touch him. Beyond okay. that, let's assume that his pneumonia is better, but there's the stress of being able to go to work, especially if there's a baby. Again, I'm not a doctor, but if his doctor feels that for stress, for anxiety, he can't work, he should, he should get a note from his doctor saying that. Now, he, in that situation, he could also apply for either short-term or long-term disability if that's provided through his employer. Uh, And again, they should pay him. That's what he has that insurance for, to pay him if he can't work, even if it's a result of stress and anxiety. And that's important for him to know and for all our listeners to know. So those are his options. He doesn't have to go back to work if he can't, if his doctor backs him up. There's nothing that they could do to him. But if he doesn't go to work, they can make him use sick days and or vacation pay.
7: Now, it's my understanding you you don't have to go to the doctor and, and get a note at this time. Is that not correct? Or...
2: If it's a if it's an isolation thing, you're right. But if it's a it's a health related issue, you know, it's, it's pneumonia or it's stress and anxiety, then yes, you do. If your employer expects you to go back to work, certainly, if you need to be in self isolation, you don't. So it really comes down to that. Always a good idea to get something from a doctor.
1: Rachel, appreciate the call. Gonna move on, take a short break. And Richard and Bill and uh, Cindy and Pierre, I see you all there. So hang on. We're gonna to get to you. 416-870-6400 on a very important edition of the Employment Law Show. It's right here on Global News Radio.
0: You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser.
1: And uh, thanks for joining us here at 1.33 on a Sunday afternoon. We will uh, get to your calls, so be patient. We're uh, we're going through them as fast as we can. 416-870-6400, 6400 225 is toll-free. I want to reach out to Lior on the uh, email side. That is help at employmentlawyer.say. I'll give you more contact as we uh, we go through here. Bill, thanks for uh, for hanging on. Good afternoon. Good.
4: How you doing today, hey, guys? Great, great show.
1: Thanks, pal. What's up?
4: Uh, so I'm just calling for a friend uh, regarding drug and alcohol random testing. Yep. Mm. Uh, so he works. Uh, he works in Alberta in the uh, in the oil industry, and uh, just wondering, like, are, are are randoms like are they totally legal or how does that work?
2: So I'll I'll tell you how things at least work in Ontario. I don't know if they're a bit different in in Alberta. So I. I take what I say with a bit of a grain of salt. Generally speaking, in Ontario, random drug and alcohol testing is not permitted unless there's a good reason, such as there were problems in the workplace before, you know, that there was incidents, and then the employer may get some leeway. Generally speaking, uh, drug and alcohol tests, if they're random, are not permitted, as opposed to, in some situations, an employer can do a drug and alcohol testing uh, test after an incident to determine if, if drugs or alcohol was an issue. So what... They may be doing this. Employer may be violation of the human rights legislation. The best advice I can give is to seek advice locally in Alberta. Uh, if he needs a referral for a very, very good Alberta employment lawyer, uh, contact me after the show. I can I can connect uh, your friend with someone. Uh, but that's how at least it would work in Ontario.
4: Okay, great. Yep. Uh, perfect. Just uh, I know we had a drug and alcohol uh, for pre-employment. Right, uh, He is a supervisor with the company, and then they mm-hmm. ask him you know, for another random, and he doesn't drink, he doesn't do drugs, but if he doesn't do the test, it, li- it limits us to access to certain companies where he's allowed to work. So,
2: mm. See, in Ontario, that would be a human rights violation. I suspect in Alberta as well, but have him reach out to me. I'll connect him with an excellent lawyer there, and we'll go from there
1: appreciate it bill that number to reach out to uh, 18558215900 again 18558215900 you can always check out pocketemploymentlawyer.ca wonderful website for it to use but uh, we'll continue on here with your phone calls 416-870-6400 and 225 talk that is toll free Cindy good afternoon how are you
3: i'm all right thank you i just have a good. question sure um, for, for a fairly large retailer, I'm considered part-time. The store hours have just been reduced, which means my hours will be reduced. Is the mm-hmm. government offering any type of supplement for people in my situation?
2: Well, not necessarily. The government obviously is offering uh, EI, and, and if, your, if your income gets reduced significantly, I believe it's more than 60%, you would qualify for, for that EI. So in a way, I guess that is a, a top-up, and they, they've uh, eliminated the waiting period. They've made it easier to qualify for EI. Even if you don't have enough hours, you can still qualify. So how, how much has your compensation been reduced?
3: It will probably be at least 30 40%.
2: So you're you're probably not there. One of the things you may consider if, if you can't make ends meet right now is uh, see if your employer can lay you off temporarily. You may be able to get EI. Potentially EI would be more. I don't know. You'd have to to assess the math. But if it's 30% or so, you, you would not yet qualify for EI, unfortunately, since so you're in that in-between phase. The other mm-hmm. thing you can do, and again, I don't know if it's an option for you, is if your employment or your employer reduced your pay by 30 percent you may be able to treat that reduction as a constructive dismissal uh-huh. uh how, how long have you worked for this employer uh it'll be a year in a week or two so again depending on your specific job and, and age you could be looking at a couple of months pay so maybe it doesn't make sense but that is an option and for you and for everyone else listening if your employer changes reduces your hours reduces your pay because of what's happening out there with the virus That is still not something they're allowed to do. That is still something you can treat as a constructive dismissal and get severance. And for everyone out there, if you want to assess how much severance you would be owed, for you, Cindy, for anyone else, just go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, and you can calculate in seconds, for free, easy, how much severance you would be owed in in this situation.
1: Cindy, appreciate the call. We're going to move on again. You want to reach out further one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. And as Lior mentioned, for sure, PocketEmploymentLawyer.ca dot c is a great place to start. We are covering all of your employment questions this afternoon, of course. And there's a it seems to be a, lately no surprise a hyper focus on COVID nineteen and coronavirus. So bring those on as well if you got questions. Because man, is it uh, is it stressing people out big time. We'll get to another call before we uh, we break here. Uh, Tanya, good afternoon. How are you?
8: Good things. How are you guys?
1: Excellent. What's, uh, what's on your mind?
8: Um, I work for a union and specifically a municipality. And right now they've deemed us an essential service. And what, like we've been communicated through emails through our management. And um, we cannot practice social distancing in our office. There's an office of about 20 of us that are still required to show up for work every day. Mm-hmm. And our cubicles are about a meter apart with no, like a partition that's probably about four feet in the air. Right. Um, so it's and we all kind of work on top of one another because one function falls into another function. So paperwork is getting passed through hands, um, various other um, agencies are filing stuff with our office on a regular basis. Um, so I'm just wondering what we can do to try to protect ourselves because there's been no enhanced um, cleaning measures mm-hmm. uh, put in place in our office, or really we're just kind of let like we, they figured out for almost every other department how others can work from home. Except ours they can't figure out they can't they're not telling us that we can work from home even though we do have capabilities too so i just don't know what to do in this situation because either i deplete all my all my sick time and my vacation time right now in order to stay at home with my children or um I get approved to work without pay.
2: I see. So here's what one of the things you have to do, is you have to speak with your union, because the only ones that are allowed to protect you, to advance your interest, to, to pursue this matter, to, to try to get it resolved, is the union. There's nothing that, unfortunately, you're going to be able to do on your own or for me to do for you it has to be the union and depending on what the collective agreement says and 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 the fact that you've been uh designated as a as an essential service uh the union may or may not have options but you have to take this to the union and and whatever ultimately the union does is the answer the other thing though you can do again as i said to a previous caller i'm I'm not a doctor but it seems to me like this is a very stressful situation right Mm -hmm. so if you talk to your doctor. And if your doctor feels that you're, you're under too much stress, anxiety, and you should not be working, then the doctor could potentially help you be off work and apply for for short-term or long-term disability if you have that through your work. An insurance company would have to pay you And that, so that may actually allow you to be off work paid as opposed to unpaid. So that's Mm -hmm. something to consider if you and your doctor feel that that's necessary. Again, not for me to say, uh, but Mm -hmm. that is something that you can consider and if for any reason your insurance company is giving you a hard time uh, with that, give me a call and I can help you. But as a first step, I will talk to your union ASAP.
1: you appreciate the call to reach out If uh, we're not on the air. If it goes further, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred to get a hold of Liora's team. Help at employmentlawyer.ca but for the remainder of our time here, bring it on. Got uh, more time and more room for your phone calls as well. Here it's four one six eight seven oh sixty four hundred and one triple eight two two five talk. That is toll-free. It's the employment law show, global news radio you are listening to a
0: paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640
1: Toronto. It's uh, 1.44 on a brilliant but cool Sunday afternoon. Taking your calls here, 416-870-6400, 6400 is toll-free if you have, uh, you know, your average, plain old employment questions. Bring them on like we've handled for, uh, you know, so many years on this show. But if it's uh, coronavirus, COVID-19 specific, that's okay. We're taking those calls as well because it is stressing people out big time. Rich. Richard, thanks, uh, thanks for hanging on through the break. How are you?
3: Hi,
4: I'm good. How are you doing?
1: Good, sir. What's, uh, what's on your mind?
4: Well, I, my, my son works for uh, an industrial uh, repair facility, works in the uh, stockroom area, and uh, all his job is required to do is to uh, uh, get a hold of the uh, manufacturers of parts and distribute it to his technicians uh, that are out working in the field. Uh, and he can clearly uh, do his job from, uh, from home. Uh, he's suffering from, uh, I uh, guess, uh, lung issues. Uh, and, uh, we recently asked him to get a note from his doctor
5: yeah.
4: his for the last week. They've been saying, no, you got to stay here and work. And he clearly demonstrated to them that no, well, this can be done from home. So what, you know, what can we do here other than the doctor's letter? <laughs>
2: So, it's not even necessarily at this point a question of whether he can do it from home. It's a question of, can he do it from from the workplace? If he can do it from the workplace, unless there's a reason for him uh, that, that requires him to be quarantined or his doctor feels he shouldn't be in the workplace, then, then he needs to be in the workplace. So, if his doctor feels that he should not be in the workplace, he needs that note and then the employer... has to follow what the doctor says. They can't say, well, we disagree with the doctor. If the doctor says he needs to be off work, but he's able to work from home, then number one, they have to allow him to be off work. Number two, if they're able to allow him to work from home, they have to give him that option. So, but if he doesn't have the support of his doctor, then unfortunately he's gonna be in a situation where he has to go back to work or potentially face disciplinary measures. So it starts with the doctor, Richard
4: right right okay yeah uh like, very good i'm glad i was able
5: to ask the questions great great job great. Guys. thanks
1: thanks thanks richard appreciate it. you want to reach out further at another time it is help at c. that's email address and the number th- uh, for leor and the firm and the team one eight five five eight two that is the uh the way to go moving on to tim tim thanks for hanging on good afternoon how can we help
6: hi uh, i just have a question basic question yep. about um I, I am still working right now and this week, and I'm not sure about next week. Now, if I was to get temporary layoff next Monday, I have uh, nine days, holiday days left. Mm-hmm. Am I allowed to use the nine from, from, from that Monday that I'm laid off? Am I allowed to use those holiday days? What does UI say about that?
2: So you're, it's not a question of are you allowed. It's a question of what your employer allows you to do. When it comes to holiday days, vacation days, your employer gets to decide when you use them. If you use them, if your employer says, hey, okay, we're going to use your, your nine days or whatever it is, then obviously you can't get EI for the same period of time because you're still getting paid, right? So that will delay when you can start getting your EI checks. But there's a bigger thing to consider here, Tim, Is that, and that is this. If you are laid off temporarily, you, as I was saying earlier on the show, you may have the option to treat that temporary layoff as a termination uh, and and get severance. And and again, as I said to a previous caller, one of the reasons you may want to consider that is you have to think about your employer and are they going to be able to come out of this? Because if they're not able to come out of this, you may find yourself down the road with no job and no severance. Mm -hmm. At least if you pursue it now, you potentially should be able to get severance, if not your job at least severance. So something to consider. And if you want to discuss that, and if you want to look at that option, you need to give me a call uh, off air. But if you're going to stay and stay on layoff, your employer gets to decide how or whether you use your holidays.
6: Oh, so I don't have a, if I say no, I want to go on UI.
2: No. Well, your employer gets to make that decision. They may say, okay, if you don't want to, we'll do it this way. But they ultimately get to make that choice. Oh, I see. Okay, thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Tim.
1: Appreciate that. Let me uh, try to quickly get uh, Mary in here. Hi, Mary. You got a minute before we get a break, but uh, but go for it. Ask your question. What's up?
3: Hi. It's, I guess, based around severance. So my husband's company is not laying off. They're saying, though, if someone is sick, they can use up their um, sick leave first then their uh, vacation. Um, but after that, um, can they go on um, U- employment insurance and still be eligible for the severance? Uh, is there any issues at some point because the company is not laying people off at right. this point?
2: So the, 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 first answer to your question about whether they can go on employment insurance, the answer is yes. They can go on, on sickness benefits if they're still sick and can't work. Uh, so yes, not a problem. They can go once the, the money from the company runs out. Now, in terms of severance, if they if they can't work because they're sick but their employer is willing to have them work then there's no severance severance would be paid if they if they're laid off either temporarily or mm-hmm. permanently then severance would have to be paid but if your husband unfortunately can't work medical reasons severance is not available but EI is available
3: okay that's great thank you
1: Thank you, Mary. Appreciate that call. I see uh, Mina's lined up there. We're going to get to more of your calls as well. Let's get in and out of this break and right back at it. 416-870-6400, the number, or 1-888-225-TALK. That is toll-free. We'll be right back at it on the Sunday afternoon edition of the Employment Law Show, right here, Global News Radio.
0: You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640
1: Toronto. You bet. Uh, 416-870-6400 the number you want to reach out through email, help at employmentlawyer.ca. and any time, you can go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca as well. Absolutely free and tons of information right there. Mina, thank you. How are you this afternoon?
3: I'm um, okay. I wanted to ask about severance. I may want to go that route. I mm-hmm. was uh, temporarily laid off uh, recently at my job. I worked there about 10 months or so, part-time, and I wanted to know um, if I asked the employer to give me severance uh, and go that route, what would the per- is there a percentage, or how do they figure out wh- how much severance that you get?
2: So that's a great question, Mina, and, and no. the law makes that assessment. So let me give you an assessment of what you wrote. So 10 months part-time. How, how old are you, Mina?
3: I'm 60.
2: So you're looking at likely two to three months' pay, okay? Two to three months' pay is what severance for you would be. Now, if you signed an employment agreement that speaks to the issue, it's possible that that agreement may limit your entitlements. Here's something, though, to keep in mind. It's very unlikely... That if you say to your employer, hey, employer, pay me severance, they'll just pay it. Uh, it it's very likely they'll say, oh, no, 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 we, we simply have put you on a temporary layoff so we don't have to pay mm. severance. That's where I come in, okay? It's my job to get your severance because you're right. You are owed that severance and your employer can't withhold it, but you, it may not be enough for you to simply ask for it. So, if you decide to go the severance route, I told you what you're owed. If your employer doesn't pay it, the next thing you do is you call me off air and I'll help you do uh, what, I, uh, what I need to do to, to get you that severance.
3: Okay, so it's the one eight five five number?
2: Exactly. That's right. That's right. 1 821
1: 5900. Good call. 1 821 5900, Mina, and for you as well. Uh, email is help at employmentlawyer.ca. That will work just as well costa thanks for hanging on good afternoon
4: yes uh same question as a previous caller uh, i basically was temporarily laid off last week um, and i've done some research i know about constructive dismissal i yep. can go ahead and follow that through but my question is if i follow through with the severance package i really actually want to stay with the company can i go back and be rehired or am i leaving a bad taste in their mouth
2: The the reality is, Costa, that you're probably, I say probably because every situation is different, but you're probably are not going to be rehired. So it's most of the time you're going to have the choice between getting the severance and essentially leaving or or staying there and hope that they call you back. Now, if you knew for sure they're going to call you back in a few weeks, it may be an easy decision. Say, well, you know, a few weeks I'll get EI and I'll just go back. Probably an easy decision. The problem is you don't know if they'll call you back, number one. You don't know, number two, if there'll be a company even around to call you back. And and number three, you don't know how long it's gonna be. Is it gonna be two weeks, three weeks, six months, a year? And if you wait too long to pursue your severance, there may not be a company there to pay you severance. So these are all tough decisions you have to make, but ultimately, if you pursue your severance right now, you, you have to assume that they won't hire you back. Could they decide to? Absolutely, but I think this, the assumption has to be uh, that you're not going to get the job back if you pursue your severance.
1: Good. Oh, we lost Casa. That's okay. if you want to continue on the conversation. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Going to uh, finally move on to Jermaine here. Hi, Jermaine. How are you? Hi. How are you? Good. What's uh, what's on your mind?
6: Okay. Um, I'm. Uh, my occupation. I'm a cook. Mm-hmm. I work, uh, the company I work for, I'm just going to say, is McDonald's.
1: Sure.
6: Uh, I worked last week. Uh, I get a call today, and one of my uh, bosses told me uh, to apply right away for EI because we're going to be closed and we're only going to be doing deliveries. Right. At the time, I didn't ask him, so I was thinking after. I said, well, if I'm a cook, why can't I come in? Uh, they have several stores, they're franchise, but I didn't ask him that just said, apply for EI, and they gave me my first day of work and my last day of work. But I want to keep working. So I'm a cook, so why why can't I come in?
2: So these, these are great questions, Jermaine. Uh, and here's the thing. There's nothing that can be done to make the company keep you there. And they may say, well, we have too many cooks. You don't eat enough. Whatever it is, they, they, there's no legal mechanism to make them have you come to work to keep you employed. It's a question of what do we do now that they've decided that you're not coming into work. So mm-hmm. right off the bat, can't can't change the reality of you not working. So now that we know you're not gonna be working at least for a while, the choices I was saying before to our callers is you can accept this, it's a layoff, right? It's a temporary layoff, accept it, apply for AI and hope you come back to work. Or you can treat that as a termination now and get severance and get that severance and move on to something else. If that's what you decide to do, give me a call. I'll help you get it. Same to you. Same to all our listeners. If you've been laid off temporarily because of the situation, and many people have, you have the option and the right to treat that as a termination. Get severance now. Go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca to find out how much severance you'd be owed, and always give me a call to discuss your situation.
1: Well, it's a, it's a busy show today, man. Well done, and it's uh, this is just really the, the tip of the iceberg, I think, what we're going to see on the show in the following weeks or months. So uh, be prepared for it, right?
2: That's right. There's going to be a lot of questions. Things change daily. But the first place to go to, if you find yourself in that situation, if your job is, is in jeopardy in any way, you reach out to me, you call, you email. I'll give you the latest information and help you any way possible.
1: We're back in here tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, so join us then. In the meantime, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, the phone number to get a hold of the or and the team. Do so. Write it down, one 5900 And finally, email us, help at employmentlawyer.ca. We'll catch you again. Thanks for tuning in or calling in. It's been the Employment Law Show on Global News Radio.
0: The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser.